All right, going live. Ready, guys? This way. Yes. All right, live in five, four. Thanks for the the heads up there. Okay, first of all, I can't <laughs> okay, I'm gonna teach you something. I'm gonna teach you something really, really important right now. In, in film and TV, they don't go five, four, three, two, one. They go five, four, four and then three. they stop speaking. And then there's a at, visual cue and they hit the zero. I, okay, but the other things, we're live. We're live. I know we are. I can't go. Yes, you can. Oh, no, I can't. Real quick, real quick. Wait, three. hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're doing five, four, and then you go live, it's not five, four, live. Yeah. Does it? Totally. No. We we weren't live. Welcome to the three second buffer. What that doesn't make any sense. My four still not live. Still not live. Welcome. Still not live. Live to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode twenty nine. As we still get used to this live format, because we totally plan all this out in advance. Oh my god, my name is Doc. Almost not good at podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we had this shit down to a science and we had it as just a podcast. We are just noobing it up right now. With me every week, as always, we have Indigo. Hey guys. And Krug. Wildstar t-shirt. <laughs> and it is our personal passion duty to give you the news and views and opinions on this week and last week in Wildstar. So let's just get right into it. Indigo, how was your week last week? My my week was great. Um, in game, uh, I hit fifty, so I have uh, I've enjoyed this this whole entire aspect of the gameplay that I haven't been able to enjoy in a really long time. Uh, you guys may not have heard of it, but it's called uh, PvP. Um, oh, yeah, it's uh, or yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, right? Yeah, like <laughs> I've actually been able to PvP since I hit fifty, and the queue times. Eh, eh, I stole your joke. Ah, I, your joke. I, I just keep going. Our queue times uh, were like five minutes, and it was sweet. That's not horrible. No, no, it was great. I was like questing or crafting, and then pop, it was great. Uh, so did that a bunch, um, worked a bunch on the site, uh, trying to keep uh, content constantly pop- pumping through there and making sure we're posting every day. So been, been doing a lot of that, but uh, that's that's it for me. Nice. Uh, and or- Indigo, how was your week last week? Hi, apparently I'm Indigo as well, uh, and I'm going to talk about my week. Well, uh, I've been uh, I got to level fifty on my Esper, and no, I've been, you uh, did not. I don't, don't know if you lie heard to me, of you dirty bastard. PvP. Ho ho ho! I've also been working on the site. Ho, where ho, where were you? Where, where where are you right now? Where are you right now? <laughs> what, what level are you, Krug? I'm sorry. I, 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 I I'm yeah. sorry. My, my microphone cut out. Let me there's just. This, there's um, this live format. This audio recording. I have earplugs right now. You I've can... been working really hard, and right now. I'm... Yes. <laughs> yes. Go on. Go I'm on. not. I'm not really high. I'm not super. No, I'm not really high either. I can't do that. I can't do a podcast. Not skating, <laughs> uh, as a side point. The the quantity of my level is not an exceedingly large quantity, uh, but I do have an excuse, which is we have a new buddy that joined us, uh, Elminster, who's in the chat currently, and uh, my excuse is that I'm waiting for him. Bull, <laughs> bull. He's already level nine. It's been like three days. I'm sorry. Hold on. Bull. One to nine is like an hour long endeavor, even for me. Well, that that I'm not gonna argue that point. Don't You're right. Like that. Don't I'm not gonna like argue that. that point. You're totally right on that part. For you, okay, it's hard. So- 
I think I'm level 30. 80% sure I'm level 30. Uh, so that's where my spell slinger is at the moment. Um, and working on the website mostly this week, uh, aside from, you know, working on work. Um, trying to get a couple of new features to the site posted, uh, which uh, I have not very, made very much progress on. Also learning After Effects, which is a huge pain, which I actually have a really funny story about if you guys want to hear it. You guys already have heard it. Sure, go on and make it Everyone else in podcast land. So I was uh, trying to edit a video using Premiere, and I accidentally exported it in a format that exports ginormous files. <laughs> So I, I was like, I, I clicked export and it was going really slowly, but I don't know anything about video editing. So I was like, okay, this is probably as fast as it needs to go. And so I go and I like lay in my bed and I'm like goofing off on my phone waiting for it to finish. That doesn't sound inappropriate. That's not what I meant. You're disgusting. I then uh, looked up and, at my computer and saw, this was maybe like two hours later, saw that uh, there was a little notification thing. So I walked over and it said, ran out of disk space. I'm like... How did you run out of disk space? I have a terabyte. Like, there's no way you ran out of... And I open the file, I click its properties, and it's 600 gigabytes. And I was like, what? 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 I rendered a 600 gigabyte video uh, that I was planning on uploading to YouTube. And I'm pretty sure that YouTube doesn't accept 600 gigabyte files. And even if it did, the file never even completed. It got, like, partway through, and then it was like, yeah, you don't have any more hard disk space. I'm not going to. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> We're just going to stop you right there, buddy. And to that I say, why would it not calculate that, like, beforehand to be like, the estimated file size is way larger than your hard drive. I'm not going to let you render <laughs> or, this. Or you could have done your research and, and done it right. Or you can shove off or something. Didn't I just make a video and then, like, wait, I did it live talking to Elminster and Indigo. And I did the video, which was the unboxing for the Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. And then I edited it and added text to the edit, like a, like a commentary. I did all that in, what, an hour? And then yeah, exported yeah. it to yeah. YouTube within the same hour. Yeah. Art and, and And we QC'd it and um, posted it that night. Yeah, that, that session. I hate you guys. <laughs> so that's been my week uh what about you doc um well i'm single <laughs> and and has tinder yeah. now so only only at the expense of hilarity uh i won't go into details on why i'm single but it's not what you think it is it just is and now i am so i've been he, he focusing i had well i hit the body <laughs> whether or not she's still alive is a different story but the body's longer oh, discoverable that's not my oh, fault sorry my um if you God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, seriously. Um, I've been keeping myself busy this week. Uh, I got myself to 50 as well. I'm actually going to hold off on attuning my warrior until Krug gets there so we can all do it together. Because we had a problem last time where I was so far ahead on attunement on Doc that it was yeah. difficult to schedule times with all three of us can work on it together. And we got way out of sync. We got way out of hey, sync. Hey, Doc, I have yeah. I have a bet for you because uh, I started a warrior myself. Oh, and I re rolled the stalker too. Oh, yeah. What just, was your stalker? What was your stalker? What was your stalker's name? Somebody, hmm? please, the creepiest looking <laughs> Auron I can. That way, when we when I gank someone in PvP, that's all they'll see when they die. That's oh, funny. <laughs> so uh, I have a bet for you, Doc. I bet you that my level nine warrior and your level eight, right? No, eight. I what just rolled level three. Your your level three stalker. I bet you our two characters uh, gets to fifty before Krug does. (laughs) (laughs) Level (laughs) quickly. Shut up! It's not hard. 
I don't even I don't even I don't even play at work anymore, and I still see. Hate it. See, the the issue isn't that um, we're fast at leveling because I think we're relatively slow. No, I'm actually pretty fast at leveling when I want to. Okay, it's, it's okay. acknowledged. But continue. Uh, I I I'm gonna say the reason for it is is because we'll team we'll, we'll team up together. <laughs> we'll team up together and play with each other and then we'll be like hey i'm done for the night and you're like cool man or hey i'm done with this pvp match do you want to join us and I'm like yeah let's do that. and then we join each other while krug on the other hand says yeah i'm almost done and then you're like all right i will wait for you so that we can group up together and then krug logs off as soon as he's oh, done nope <laughs> that sounds about right yeah totally yeah. but uh, i also ended up trying out and we're going to talk about this in a little bit i ended up buying at a super low price, before they jacked up the price again, Elder Scrolls Online and Guild Wars 2. I yeah, what's up with that price? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll real go with random. Real yeah, yeah, we'll that, the news. That, has, that, has, that has a reason for it. Yeah, so I bought both those. I played them both for a day each. And this is not like, ooh, Wildstar Circle Jerk. I just am having a difficult time enjoying them as, as much as I am Wildstar. Uh, maybe I had to spend more time with it, but there's certain things that they do well that I wish were in Wildstar. We'll get into that. And there are certain things that Wildstar does really well that I wish the other games had taken some form of. But that's mostly my week, playing some games, keeping myself um, active, and, uh, and yeah, just trying to be productive. So let's get on with the... Didn't you go to the guy? I've been going to the gym ever since a little before Christmas, and I've lost about five to six pounds. Uh, Gained a little bit bit back, but that's only in the Uh. last, like, two to three weeks. Uh, Water weight finally caught up with me, but now I'm actually in, like, the actual losing weight spot of it. That's my personal thing. Ooh, good, good. Ooh, yeah. Not... No. No. Mm, These guns. Mm. Yeah, I don't don't have guns. Uh, (laughs) If I keep it the rate I am, 100 pounds in a year, easy. But let's get on to the strange tales of this week. So <laughs> that, are also that was better than our intro, which doesn't sure. exist because you don't know how to count the three. Because someone <laughs> didn't tell me I'm going to do an actual intro. Not for live. You, so get Not ready. Live. Not live. Get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Anyway, go. So going into Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls went by to play. And you're wondering why the hell are we talking about Elder Scrolls going by to play on a Wildstar podcast? Well, when Elder Scrolls made that news, both the forums and the subreddit decided to have a discussion on it. Whoa, and, whoa, whoa. and by discussion, you mean explosion of horrible humans coming together talking about it. You know what? I'm going to disagree this time. The first oh. time that discussion came up about free-to-play and we had a big old discussion as a community about it, it got vitriolic real fast. Like, really nasty. This mm-hmm. time, there was more of... There's there is disagreeing opinions, but there isn't really attacks on each other or on the game as a whole. It's more like, hey, this is my opinion on it. This is my opinion on it, and we may not agree, but here's that. It, there are some troll trollishness and some douchiness, but for the most part, it was pretty good. Which begs me to ask you guys, um, since the community is talking about it and we are a part of the community, uh, I kind of in a assu- I can kind of assume our stance on this. But how do you guys feel about? Uh, Carbine taking Zenimax Online's uh, lead and deciding that if it, hypothetically if they decide to go free to play or buy to play this year, Krug, I want you to start this off because I have very strong op- opinions. That's okay. I was going to start it off anyways because my opinions are just better in general. Uh, so I've already <laughs> expressed I've already expressed my uh, opinions about free to play, and that was if something goes free to play, it kind of removes the barrier to entry from games and that lets anyone in. Uh, so people that aren't passionate about the game, people that don't want to put any effort into the game, people don't, that don't want to contribute to the community, people that don't 
matter in a sense can get in and that kind of degrades the quality of the community immensely and the example i always give when we talk about this is team fortress 2 um now having pay to play as the model kind of keeps that gate there sort of like and this is coming from my personal experience and is based on no actual research whatsoever um i i think it's a good model to keep like the extremes of the dregs of the community out, but I don't think it works completely. And so if you're asking, how do I feel about Wildstar going, or how would I feel if Wildstar went buy to buy to play? Um, it really, it's really kind of hit or miss. Like it, it depends on how well that the, the buy to play model keeps people out. Like if it goes buy to play at its current price, I don't think it would work, but if it goes buy to play at a price that was more akin to the original price, that might work. So it, it really just kind of depends. Like $60 buy to play, that might work. But like $30, $20, even lower maybe, I don't think so. Really? That kind of yeah. seems like an extreme when people would always say, like, I wish it was cheaper. Uh, I, I'd rather, you know, pay 20 bucks to buy to play a game instead of 60 because well, it would mean I could get in easier. Well, I have, I mean, I, I'm not like wealthy, but I can spend money on a game that I like. That's, I, I'm fortunate enough to have that ability. And so I'd rather spend, you know, a normal price for a game, which I'd say $60 is about normal for like a good fully developed game uh, and have the community be rock solid than spend $20 and get a game that's fun, but like everybody in it is garbage. Okay. I would so much rather pay more. I'd pay that extra $40 just to have good people to play with that I don't know. No, no, the... I'm going to feed off a little bit of, of what you're saying there. Does it necessarily matter in a MMO? Because that – hold on, hold on. I see that okay. face. Uh, <laughs> does it necessarily matter in an MMO when you – when those people who are playing that are going in there that don't want to put as much effort as everyone else, they're not communicating. They're not – in guilds, they're not running guilds. They're they're running PvP. They're they're running dungeons, and like they're they're just doing their own thing. All that's doing is increasing the quantity of players into a game that currently has a severe player deficit. So even though that the those people aren't going to put as much effort as say you or I or Doc, the, there's still going to be a influx of players. And an influx of of um, technically bug testers. You know, there's going to be more sure. people. An influx of data yeah. from people. You people exactly. And that that makes sense to a degree, but it it. I think it would even be worse in Wildstar's case because the community right now, as it stands with the the monthly model, is small. Mm-hmm. And you're right. If we did go free to play or buy to play at a lower price than $60 or, or whatever that money like ceiling would be. Um, that would bring in a lot of people, but I think a majority of those people would be not the, the kind of people that we'd want to play games with. I mean, we can agree to that, to that much at least, right? It's, it's a, but it's you're saying they're just, yeah. you're saying they're just bodies and we need bodies and that's true, I, but I, it's not, not everyone is going to be bodies because there are people that's that true. probably that's really, really want to play the game, but you know, they, they, can't afford it they can't sure 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 and, you know, I, and I, I by no means saying that if you can't afford this game then you're not the kind of person i, I don't want to play with that. you don't have money you can go it. Fuck that's not, <laughs> if that's what it sounds like i'm saying that's absolutely not what i'm trying to say um so it, it would bring people in but the that would kind of like skew the ratio really powerfully in in the direction of people that i don't want to be playing with like the people that don't care 
it, since we have so little people right now that are playing on the, the monthly subscription model, and then we'd have this huge influx of people, and in my opinion, a large majority of those would be the kind of people that I don't want to play with. It would just be like this many people from from monthly, and then this many people join that I want to play with, and then this many people join that I don't want to play with. <laughs> and it just kind of like takes the fun out of it. And this is super personal for me. This has nothing to do with like the overall game and stuff like that. This is just what I feel mm-hmm. would happen from my experience in games. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I made a comment about the subreddit and the forums and stuff like that. For those who are watching us and those who are going to be listening to us later, uh, we we ha- so we sent each other links at, to the Reddit. And uh, I was reading it and going over it. And I got so furious reading the subreddit just so angry because people are on there are making just wild assumptions just absurd assumptions about how the company is running and how much money they have how much money they have to spend and and yes there is a little teeny tiny bit of data that went out there they don't know how on a day-to-day basis how much it costs to currently run carbine and how to run everything and that is a huge problem i have you know they went on there and they're saying oh you know with the way that they're running things and the amount of money that they're incoming they're they're hemorrhaging money every month and it's like i'm so, i'm sorry i didn't realize if you had access to the internet you immediately knew all of carbine's income and out, outgoing uh, costs i didn't also realize that you had a business degree and could legitimately uh, figure out how their 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 payment process is working I, I i just didn't realize that everyone all of a sudden had this amazing you know ability once they had access to the internet welcome to the internet where the way i look is purely a facade and i'm clearly a six foot seven bodybuilder that only weighs 180 pounds with five percent body fat and 500 degrees <laughs> oh degrees i thought you meant like a temperature i was like why would that be attractive why do you have 500 degrees that's like, really weird I, I i are super smart you are super smart <laughs> so I, yeah I mean, indigo i remember that conversation and it's yeah. like it it's it's baffling to me like it, and, and it's really frustrating because I think what you and I had talked about during that conversation was uh, the Reddit's upvote system. Remember yes, that? Yes. And we talked about how, OK, somebody says Carbine's losing so much money, blah, blah, blah. And then people are like, oh, Carbine's losing so much money and the game is bad. And so people agree with the game is bad or people agree with I hope the game recovers or something like that. And they upvote it. But they also upvoted a comment that says Carbine's losing so much money. And so somebody new coming into the thread that sees a comment with an upvote of like 100 and it says Carbine's losing tons of money and then a bunch of other stuff are just going to automatically believe that Carbine's losing a bunch of money. And so it just kind of like propagates this bullcrap across the internet that it it really – there's no way to avoid it with Reddit because of the upvote system. And then something else that was happening to give an, a perfect example of, of that exact of that exact thing is someone goes, they don't even know what they're talking about. Quotes an article that says, uh, we were making items and uh, I, no, I was sitting there making items and I thought to myself, how do I know that this is an upgrade, right? End quotes. And then the person, this person actually linked the article to it. So they get like some props for this, but they, they, they only, they only quoted this one sentence. If you continue reading that entire paragraph, it explains, 
uh, I was doing this and I wondered how I knew that this was going to be an upgrade. So I made sure that we were going to do X, Y, and Z as a process from now on and blah, 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 blah. And yep. like went through the whole entire process of Immediately how- afterwards, they were yeah. like, and this is how, this is why I'm smart because I know to do these things. And so all these people are upvoting it. <laughs> And saying, yeah, yeah, Carbine, yeah, they have no idea what they're talking about because they even said it in that one quote that that one guy quoted from that one article that I'm not going to spend the time to read. And so now all these people (laughs) underneath it are agreeing with this dude saying, yeah, Carbine, who they hire is a bunch of idiots. And I'm just like, read the fucking article. (laughs) Read read the fucking article. Like The sound of you rubbing your forehead was hilarious. (laughs) It's an audible one there. (laughs) This probably looks weird. (laughs) So, I mean, that, that was my, that's why I hate Reddit and I hate how, how, Whoa. <laughs> look, very look, strong. I, I said this in the chat. I think Reddit needs to stick to, uh, hot girls and kitten photos. <laughs> I'm just saying that section of Reddit is pretty awesome. Awkward. <laughs> as yeah, for, Reddit. I, I, I like the Reddit. I try to post in there as much as I can. I try to put explanations into my topics and my quotes and my comments yeah to try and just try to fuel a discussion but i i get frustrated like you do when i see stuff like that where it's continually just tossed around as this is the gospel for this comment and this thing and yes it's an upvote where you agree with it but it's it's surprising when people do agree with that mentality or people yeah, will and, agree with it and, and see it as law. Maybe the 1% of Reddit that is legitimately trying to put an effort into what they're doing and instead of just trying to make a comment that that they that they think will get upvoted. Yeah. The, the the now now to actually talk about what was posted on the Reddit now that I'm off of my Reddit soapbox. <laughs> there you go. Um do you need help down? <laughs> it was kind of big, right? Yeah. Um as you hurt for, yourself, you're not careful. As the free to play buy to play thing, um I I honestly feel that um, the monthly fee is a model in which can succeed and can work. And I w- do not want Wildstar to move to a free-to-play or buy-to-play. Um, and the reason for that is exactly what Krug said. Um, quantity over quality. And yes, quality can come along with that those numbers, but it isn't necessarily guaranteed that that's going to happen. I also don't like what turns into what companies turn into once they go free to play or buy to play and where they have to come up with a new way to continue to make money so uh let's just say we're in a system where okay it's buy to play you buy the game 60 bucks and all of the content that's on there now you get well wildstar is still planning on doing their 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 quarterly updates so how do they get money to to further push that on there? They either have to do massive cuts and reduce the quantity of updates that they do, or they have to come up with another scheme where they say, okay, all additional uh, content drops that we do, you have to pay forty five bucks for, or thirty yeah. bucks, or twenty bucks. And at that, so point, it's like buying a new game each time. Yeah, and at that, and at that point, you might as well just continue on with the sub fee. You know what I mean? Maybe not fifteen bucks. Maybe drop the sub fee down to ten bucks. I'm. We're kind of stuck at this $15 sub fee thing because I think it's just kind of like, hey, that's what everyone else does. But I think think the sub fee could fluctuate in pricing if if they want more players. Say, hey, look, we're going to – for the first year, uh, if you subscribe now to Wildstar, we'll give you a year for, you know, seven bucks a month. You know, if you sub right now, you'll get a whole year for seven bucks per month or something like that. 
you know, we can you can fluctuate that if you really really want to push numbers. So something into- like if you bought a year's worth of content right now, it would mm-hmm. only equate to about seven bucks a month. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's you know yeah a lot of businesses use that model where they yeah like something that's subscription like uh, uh something I we Xbox were just Live does about. something like that yeah Xbox Live and Creative Cloud does that like you can pay for a year and actually you don't really get a discount but whatever I mean you get a small discount I think that's it's like qu- four yeah, cents it's or something like that yeah uh but yeah a lot of businesses that have subscription models do that because it guarantees the money like mm-hmm. instead of paying month by month and you can leave whenever you want we can't really count on you if you pay for a year then we can count on a year's worth of money because it's right here look i I can see that yeah i for me my my stance has always been i prefer the relative stability and safety i feel about the product when i pay a monthly fee Uh, it it, to me doesn't feel like a chore like oh i've only played 10 days this month i have to log back in to validate my my fee i still think bang for buck a subscription fee mmo or subscription fee game brings me more uh, entertainment value than going out to the movies constantly or going out for beer constantly. Pound for pound, dollar for dollar, it's a better investment. Uh, That said, I'm with Indigo on that stance where it really depends on how the company evolves as it transitions into a free-to-play, buy-to-play environment, how they treat their player base, their ease of access, and how they treat their employees most importantly. You're obviously going to have a a shake-up in... Uh, the dev team and and first things first when you go into free to play buy to play there's a shakeup in there and if the prices aren't fair enough we're going to lose people which means we're going to lag down on more dev time and more QA time and more creation time which once which will it, it kind of escalates and snowballs into everything and yes dosmus it depends on the beer thank god uh you are sort of <laughs> I was right gonna on say- that that's not very much beer, but uh, I, <laughs> I spent I spent a lot of money going to sushi and beer or something. But um, well, hey, I went out and saw a movie last night, and uh, I watched a two-hour mustache joke. So I was <laughs> I was very disappointed with my uh, with my uh, investment in going out and seeing a movie. So I mean, I would have much rather spent that fifteen dollars on say a wow subscription that month you know what i mean like (laughs) and so for me it would wholly depend on how they treat the gated access or how they treat create uh, create future content i had a post about it on reddit we'll put the link in the in our show notes and everything you guys can go check that out so you can find me i'm on my name is hollow mosh it's my opinion on it i'll just basically say tldr don't ever go swotor don't ever (laughs) no game should ever think that's a right way to even start your your access and Elder Scrolls Access seems fair enough right now. And if if they if Carbine and Insta decided that's what they want to take it, I'd, I'd have to look at it deeply personally and say, you know, is it worth it? And if I leave the game, then, you know, I'm kind of done here too. But until that actually does happen, until we get an actual press release from NCSoft or Carbine saying, hey, we are changing how we do our subscription fees, you know, you'll hear us talk about that definitely. But I was just curious about your speculation on it. So we're going to continue n- on from n- there. Well, uh, there's two more things that we need to talk about. One... Uh, if if let's just imply that Wildstar does decide to go buy to play or free to play, they have to wait at least three more months to do it. Really? And the reason I say that is because then they can hold it over ESO's head and say, "Ha we lasted longer than you did." <laughs> we won, bitches. <laughs> that's how that's how business works. Yeah. Tell me that's not true. I, I, I want true. Pappy. I want Pappy to just send just send his butt cheeks scanned over to Zenimax and, see, and just with the simple writing and silver pen, three oh. more months. 
Um, oh, and <laughs> the, the other thing is, is that th- that ties into the price jump that we were talking about, Krug. So you asked why did the price jump happen? Yes, I did. That, Let me explain that, this. This is happening in real time. Go so for before it. we go on with more Wasa stuff, it's really super fast. So uh, a lot of third-party websites were selling the game for super cheap, as low as 10 bucks in some regions. And even equivalent to U.S. exchange, only about 10, 11, 12 bucks. So I bought a copy. I figured I'll cancel my subscription, play in March, try it out. And I probably won't leave Wildstar. Most likely not going to leave Wildstar. But then I got home within a four-hour four-hour difference. All those third parties saw the announcement and brought their prices back up to giving it away levels at ten bucks a pop to sixty bucks a pop back to box price mm-hmm. because people were buying them in mass. Yep, it was insane. Anyway, uh, and I I don't know what would ever happen if they decided to start with Wildstar. It's, it was just craziness. That was just beyond That's the, beyond the point. So That's moving really weird. Yeah. So moving on, Cadium. Uh, actually, not, no, we're going to do this first and then go on to KDM because we had a Nexus report this week. Oh my god, we had a legit Nexus report. Not 0 to 50, we had a Nexus report. And that means information on a drop. We're going to put the link, and yes, I jumped in our show notes, whatever. We're going to put the link in the description to our own website because I spent the time and went through every bit. As fast as Donatelli was talking, I was typing. My fingers were freaking bleeding by the end of this thing. And that was in, like, the, what, the first 10 minutes. And right off the bat, we officially know Drop 1.2.0, or Drop 4, for a lot of us to call it, is officially called the Proto Games Initiative. And if you're wondering about a title, there's probably going to be a release date. Now, from that Nexus report, which was, God, the 20th of January, they are saying to expect Drop 4, the Proto Games Initiative, within the next two weeks. Which means we could speculatively believe that it happens... By February third. Question. Possibly. What? Question. Question. Yeah. Who called it? Uh, that would be no one of importance. Let's just keep going. I don't want. I don't. I don't. I believe, I believe I Indigo, you did call to it. Inflate this a little bit larger, just for small. Indigo, you called it. Your double chin's <gasps> growing. Yeah, Doc, uh, Doc, they just made my Monday horrible by telling him that. It'd be insufferable to work. So, but, dude, it was just a knowledge bomb on our heads, and I was typing everything as fast as I could. So, uh, Toy Ray Plushies for the win. I kind of misspelled that, but I'm keeping it because I would love a Toy Ray Plushie <laughs> just for the hilariousness of it. Uh, Donatelli had said... A little behind the scenes of the way we, we do our, our website stuff. One person writes an article, another person has to look over it and make sure it's all good and, and worthy of postage i was the person who looked over it just so i could take credit for that i left toy ray in there but in my defense it didn't it didn't underline it in red so i didn't know it was misspelled like it's weird and yeah, i read it, and it was just we're quite great like that anyway uh, moving on donatelli right. said we got a few more tidbits of it we're obviously going to have the proto games a level 10 dungeon designed to help players unfamiliar with wildstar's mechanics we're gonna have a veteran version called the ultimate proto games which expect to die a lot um, speaking of yeah, that, that, we're actually going to have a difference and in changes into the points and metal system. They didn't elaborate on it, and I'm pretty sure they will by the time between now and the release date of Proto Games Initiative. But they're basically saying it's going to be a little easier for dungeons and adventures and ship hands to track the players' progress as a group and individually, and hopefully a judge to just prerequisites accordingly. So it feels like it's a more fairly based uh, metal ranking system. So you feel like you're not getting gypped out of a silver or gold. And you're going into bronze because you just messed up royally. Maybe you mess up a bit, but there's probably some way to come back from it. Um, we also ended up saying, "Hey, we're going to have Elder, Elder Gem weeklies. We are going to have um, we're going to have another 
we're gonna have another ship hand. And by the way, veteran ship hands are confirmed to coming in with the Proto Games Initiative. It came from Fragment Zero. It's a level six ship hand. That it's gonna be the same thing as the Proto Games. Don't laugh at me. This is fun. You know it is. <laughs> I'm just curious because I'm pretty sure we told you not to have coffee. So I'm just. <laughs> I'm not going that fast. I'm not going that fast this time. But anyway, it came from Fragment Zero. Is a level six ship hand, which is supposed to do the same thing. Get you acclimated to group down, content. Just saying. <laughs> And the cool part about ship hands, uh, and we'll tie into another news thing, is that unlike adventures and dungeons where you have to have a set group to help take take on the challenges, you can run a ship hand however you feel. It's just supposed to get you curved, like the learning curve to get into group content, a little easier with ship hands. They're their own little self-contained stories. You don't need a setup for it. You can just go. So that's really fun. In fact, in preparation for Proto Games and for It Came From Fragment Zero, they actually revamped and streamlined the quests for level 3 to 42. The idea is is to help players leveling to kind of ease what a lot of players believe is the grind for the game. Uh, obviously, grind is you know personal. I don't think it's grindy at all. I think you guys are all whiner babies because you didn't play when I played back then. Uh, so Wow. Yeah, no, I'm going to say it right there. Back in my day, we yep. had to grind. Exactly. What Back in my day, when we died, we had... Tr- to get to the first level. Back in my day, when you died, you lost experience. And if you didn't find your course in seven days, fuck you, everything's gone. Yeah. The grindy for the live was too hard. Whiners. Wow. Someone's bitter. It's a game. You're no. supposed to be bitter about it. I just, God, game. people complain so much about the leveling. Jesus. Anyway. Uh, we're going to have theme housing plots, which a lot of the housing stuff in Drop 4 has been revamped. We're going to have, you know, themed grounds, and we're going to have all the arches and stuff coming in. So housing architects, get ready to have your minds blown and your hands busy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell if he What's wrote that beforehand no, no, or, or, or if I he just... just pulled that right out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. If you're an architect, you have your hands. Never mind. Um, <laughs> if you don't like how your character looks, the barber shops are coming in, and supposedly they're going to change just about everything on your character. If you want to get a yeah. glimpse of it, gotta check out the PTR, and they show you the full extent of it. Uh, there is obviously new zones and maps for the areas. The itemization 2.0 is coming in. The currency 2.0 is coming in. Imbuement 2.0 is coming in. The amps are going to be cheaper and more often be able to use. And uh, what else do they have? Uh, oh, yeah, Datascape is going down to 20 instead of 40. Yes. So yes, you need 20 is. people to get a Datascape. And a lot of this stuff is already in PTR, so you guys can go ahead and uh, check check it out. I believe they did an update for PTR this last week as well. Um, a lot of it you can't actually test, like the ship hand and... Um, Adventure Q times. <laughs> Anyways, but we do have confirmation from someone in chat, uh, Das Moose. He did say yes. Uh, it's confirmed that on PTR, barbershops are essentially a recreation of character creation. Yep, which yeah, is really do, cool. Type you can do hair, you can do everything. Yeah, yeah. so that's um, really sick. Which is awesome. But something that you can't test, which is what I was trying to talk about, is they are also updating the cues in which how you search for the looking for group. So you're actually able to do looking for group for adventures and ship hands, and you don't have to discover them. They, they're going back on that. Yep. You no longer have to dif- discover them. You just have to hit the level that's appropriate to play those, and you can start looking for group for those, um, which I think is awesome. And honestly, and that was like the, 
Dice's report was like 20 minutes long. It was super fast, and that wasn't even everything. He did say, uh, Donatelli did say before, between now and the next two weeks, which I'm going to say right around February 3rd, personally, I'm probably wrong, though, mm-hmm. we'll start getting our dev drops, we'll start getting our uh, deep dives, we'll start getting all the videos that kind of show off the proto game. So those that don't want to see or haven't seen the PTR stuff yet. Yeah. Oh, and then something like along the lines of like the next drop having raids and wardrobe changes and adventure changes and whatnot. More more adventures and dungeons. It's not a really big deal. <laughs> yeah. So <Ow. laughs> also we did get confirmation that the PvP team is getting some much needed uh additional firepower in the form of time travel. Boom So for those of you who don't think he's done enough for the community, which he apparently has done is doing a, a metric ass ton he's going to continue to step up and he's going to help pvp up as well and they actually did say uh that uh he did say the acknowledge acknowledgement for the most recent patch on the 13th of january did some good and some damage in the sense that it made the width for matchmaking and reduced queue times better which we've actually seen people popping in now at the expense of balancing so they're going to yeah. look into that and trying to stabilize that a little better he did confirm yeah, you were that- having problems with uh like getting smashed in the face by 1800 geared players today weren't you indigo um yeah but okay yes i was but i was completely okay with it <laughs> <laughs> so there was there was a couple things with that is yes technically i went in there and was getting my face smashed in by 1800 gear people but you're uh, still pvping one, I'm PvP. Two, I went in there with no PvP gear because I didn't have any any uh, prestige to to buy PvP gear. So I knew I was going to get my face smashed in for at least like a good while because, <laughs> as is what's going to happen, you're going in there without PvP gear. I don't have my third action set set uh, set up yet, so I don't even have PvP amp set up for it. So I was like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to just get my face smashed in, but I get to play. And that's the fun part. (laughs) Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. But I I will say, I got three pieces today. And in that process of getting three pieces, I significant, my, my, like, withstanding to be able to survive and do damage increased greatly just by three pieces. So, I I mean, the thing is, is, yeah, I'm getting smashed in by 1800, but I'm also turning around and able to get in there and you know if i'm willing to work at it i mean i feels good man doesn't it yeah i like if like i wasn't joking when i was i literally opened up an, an entire new section of the game that i haven't i previously hadn't had uh, access to i now have a whole tier of amps that i'm able to get because are only unlocked via prestige i have whole sets of armor that i get to unlock i have a uh, tail because i'm a tailor i have all new tailoring um um patterns that i get to unlock like so much I got, I just unlocked via via PvP like a that whole new game <laughs> that I didn't have access to until fifty, which saddens me. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, better late than never, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least it exists now. Uh, now I, I will say, I will say, having time travel on PvP is awesome, but scary at the same time because he's not afraid to make changes and at that, all. Don't have a problem with that. The 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 fear that i have is that he's he's spent a ton of time on pve and getting that does that mean he's stepping away from it a little bit and working on pvp until that's set up and then going back to pve or like should we be be seeing like him trying to split his time up between two huge parts of the game and well 
That's kind mm-hmm. of like an impossible question to answer, isn't it? Like we that's don't know how he works or like what he does on a day to day. Like that's something we'll have to see in the long run. But we all can agree that someone's plate is only so big. True. You know what I mean? You can't expect him to be able to be putting his full effort both in PvP and PvE. But remember, yeah. we also have Cadium who does yeah. a ton of stuff for PvE as well. And I'm pretty sure, sure. that the transfer of moving um a transfer of adding PvP balance to time travel's plate mm-hmm. was not at the expense of PvE. I'm pretty sure that someone in PvP or some people in PvP PvE are stepping up to the plate to make sure that it's not ended up being neglected. So by drop yeah. like seven or eight, PvP is now getting to the point where it's very stabilized where now PvE is just limping through. Yeah, there's yeah. a difference between guiding a, like a facet of the game and like contributing to it. So like there are thousands of things you need to do in order to make this change, but deciding that change needs to be made is like if you know what choices you're going to make, it doesn't really take that much effort. You just need to delegate tasks and move on to the next thing. Like, yeah, and I mean, so honestly, if he delegates all of his like time-consuming tasks to other people and can just make choices and like have them do the things, his plate is this big, but he's taking stuff off of it, handing it off, and then putting more responsibilities yeah. on. And and I mean, honestly, in my opinion, is PVE is already in a really really good spot. So him stepping away from pve for a little while to to get pvp up to the level that pve is i think is completely acceptable i misheard you i thought you said pvp was in a good spot no <laughs> i was like why do you think that but okay pve is in a good spot so he should step away and come to pvp to bring it up to so bring it up to the level of pve p and p there, there we go now we're on the PvP? same level so PvP? Indigo, or not, sorry. So Time Travel had then said, hey, we know that you guys were curious about what happened to PvP's state of the game last in the last few weeks. We're going to address that in the next two weeks as well. And we have a f- essential confirmation on the PvP Town Hall, which you guys got to check out, and not because one of the Q-Times members is running it. it because it's not worth because checking out. Not because of that. Not because of that. Because it's awesome, and because <laughs> we're involved with it, it's even going to be awesomer. So it's oh, going to be hosted on... Bad. Carbine's official Twitch, as well as going to be hosted on Basile's Twitch as well, since he's going to be hosting it. It's going to happen, I believe, the February 3rd, correct? I could be wrong on that, but February 3rd um, oh, at wow. 6 p.m. Wow, that was a huge oversight on our part. <laughs> <laughs> A huge oversight on our part. It anyway, says in this article, doesn't it? Hold on. Hold on. It totally says in this article. It says February 3rd, but I, I want to just double, double check. February 3rd at 3 p.m. February 3rd, 3 3rd at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Which time. is 6 p.m. Okay. Eastern, and I believe Woo. it's going to be 11 p.m. GMT. I could be wrong with that. I'm not great at my European time zones. So, why even bring it up? Because people in the chat, on Twitch chat, were asking during the message report, what does it mean in, in, in or, European time zones? What is Central Mountain Time? What time is Fuck it? Fuck if I know I live on the uh, West Coast. All right, then. We didn't bring that one up either. All right. <laughs> what about Greenish Mean Time? Do you know what Greenish Mean Time is? Oh, my God. Anyway, let's move on with the rest of the strange tales of this week. We actually had KDM, speaking of new information, KDM decided to do a essentially a developer's diary on veteran ship hands. And kind of went through, you know, their process and their mentality of how do they make this challenging, and still how do they keep the flavor of ship hands going? Obviously, in the terms of the grind and the curve, veteran ship hands are supposed to be the best bet at entry level content for a specific reason. Uh, it is not made to have the holy trinity or the meta game of tank healer dps ship hands are meant to explore the story at your own leisure and the crazy and insanity of it 
Uh, but um, so the idea behind ship hands and veteran ship hands is make sure we keep the fun and make sure we keep the option to let players experience it at their own pace. And that even gives you the option to go in without even a full group. So that's kind of cool for veteran ship hands. Solo. <laughs> veteran ship hands solo would be impressive because uh, it'd be interesting Although, to watch. Although honestly, like I think some of the mechanics in ship hands just make them a million times more fun with other people. Like that one where you hallucinate things. Do you know that ship hand? I don't know what it's called. Wait, wait repeat that? The gauntlet? No, it wasn't the gauntlet. I can't remember. No, no. I, know, I just played it a few days ago. I can't remember the name of do, it. But... Do you know the ship hand where you get on the ship and then like there's like a gas leak or something and you have to like run up yes. to air canisters or else you start yes. hallucinating? Yes. I can't. I tried doing that one by myself and it's boring. It's only fun with someone else and it's like, <laughs> I'm being attacked, I'm being attacked. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Oh my god, the vending machine is kicking my skull in. What's happening here? <laughs> There, if you haven't tried ship hands and you're level 50 with a certain character, go back and get a few friends together and go run ship hands. Veteran ship hands will give you a fun little challenge. They'll actually help you out with your renown and gear to help you you get through this leveling curve at endgame. It's going to help you get your gear together for adventures, which in turn will get you get ready for dungeons, which in turn will get you ready for genetic archives. So she, I would definitely get a chance to check out the article. There's more to it. And she even hints at, you know, this came from Pac-Man Zero jumping in there to even help out with that. So definitely go check that out. It's, like, I can't I can't ask for, I can't say it enough, because Cadium is so good at bringing content to players and, and being open with the way things get, things work. And that's super cool. I love behind-the-scenes stuff like that. Well, Cadium's just amazing. Like, Cadium was, was on the, not on the live stream, but she was watching the live stream last week, and she actually stuck stuck around, and we talked to her for a little while. And I, like I see her on almost every single live stream that happens on a regular basis, like off hours, on hours. It's ridiculous. Like Katie yeah. is everywhere. Yeah, Katie and time traveler internet connection at Carbine. That's just like this is Katie internet connection, and she gets to ha- view, be, view as many streams as she wants. Katie and time travel are really good about interacting with the player base in some way, shape, or form. And yeah. if you're if you're listening to the MP3, come check us out on Sundays because we you'll hear you will hear stuff on there that you do not and will not get anywhere else. Yeah, because you what what we do is after the live stream, we'll actually stick around and talk to whoever's in chat. We'll play a little bit of games and go go from there. And uh, we don't actually include that on the 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 podcast or the YouTube video, which will go up this week. Because, because I won't lose <laughs> it. Because it won't be a somehow. terabyte for YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a few other things that are going to happen. Settlers are giving some improvements in life, some quality of life improvements. Um, they're going to merge certain buffs that kind of feel redundant. Like, you know how there's an out-of-combat speed buff and an in-combat speed buff? Yeah. They're just going to make it a speed buff. Like, little yes. quality of life things like that. Uh, the projects will let you carry more resources if you're going to do, like, those big building projects. Uh, it's really cool. So the scientist got some love. The settler got some love. Uh, explorers got a jetpack. And I don't think soldiers have gotten much changes. I mean, a lot of explorers are still saying, we're kind of broken still and there's some issues, which I will agree with. Who says we're broken? Who says they're I broken? still have trouble with certain explorer path quests. I don't know why. I, oh, the just... quests. I thought you meant their abilities were broken. Oh, no. I, yeah, I, some of the quests are broken. Three-second jetpack cooldown? Oh, God, yes. Give me that all day. I'll tell you this. I did my stalker uh, all the way through as as uh, an explorer, and I ma- I like mastered each area. Didn't have a problem. Didn't have a problem at all. 
I'm just saying some people believe that the soccer. I'm saying, the, uh, and by some people, you mean you. <laughs> no, not me. I didn't comment to that. I think the Explorer is quite fine where it's at. I just well, wish that some of these hide-and-seek quests were not as buggy as they are. Like, literally, I can't complete some, complete some of them so, because I so can't the, get the like, hide objects. The thing is, is that some of them are really, really frustrating because it's the way that they word it that you don't necessarily know exactly what you're going for. They're like, oh, kill the fish by the pond. And you're like, I don't go kill fish by the pond. And you go over there and you start killing things. You're sitting there for an hour and you're killing stuff. And you're like, what the, f- why hasn't this thing popped? And then you realize that you're like, oh, it says by the pond and it's P-O-O-N-D. And you realize on the map, there's mm-hmm. an actual pond uh, that is spelt that way. And you go to that pond and then it's like the first drop. So it it's like... You have to be very, very like attentive. careful, yeah, and very attentive of what they're actually writing. Because I'll be honest, I spent hours trying to kill things that was supposed to drop something, and I realized that I was like, "You're killing your the wrong like, thing, was, the was, one right next to it. You're like, supposed to kill right there." I was like, Son of a "It's just staring at you in the face, like, hey, buddy." Oh wait, I'm supposed to kill the blue flying fish, not the fifty red fish. Oh, that one's blue. I'm mean, gonna kill that one. Like, it, like that's what it was as an explorer, and I felt like an idiot because I was like, ah, I could have been done with this. I could have kept going. And I really like the explorer quest. Right now, my my um my Esper is an expo- is a uh, settler, and I regret that one hundred percent. I I I don't think I'll ever do settler. Yeah, settlers are really really nice for leveling because they get. They they're the ones who create they're the buffs. So they can, you can just pick if whatever you, you want. Any little bit of OCD in you, though. Ooh, what? Shiny oh, object. because all Ooh, of the resources. Ooh, shiny shattered. object. Ooh, shiny yeah. object. Yeah, I I felt that too. But it I I think their quests are kind of garbage. Like I don't really like them. They're super helpful, but they're, they're, it's just not entertaining. Whereas explore, like I get a cool cinematic. It pans over the whole like area when I finish a, a an explorer quest. It's awesome, but. Yeah, no, no. I honestly, as a settler, I feel like everyone else is bitch. Like, <laughs> you're the social interaction path. It hey, shouldn't feel like as that. As Indigo Jones, you should feel as, like you're everyone. No, else that's just bitch. your mentality. I never feel like the, I never feel like the zone bitch for that. I feel like no, I, I want to do something I feel, cool. I feel like it because it's like, hey, 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 I need a vending machine. Drop a vending machine, man. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> you know. It's See, like, I feel the opposite. Every, oh, we need a campfire. So we before this fight. Fine, here's a campfire. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go to this area. Like, there's definitely some times where I'm like, yeah, I'm by myself and I run over and I, like, do the thing. I'm like, speed bonus, XP bonus, like, reputation bonus. Yeah, this is awesome. And I get all of them and then I run away and I come back, like, ten minutes later and they're gone. And I'm like, that's bullshit. It should, be, should, be, should still be there. I really I, wish the Settler projects weren't as difficult to construct as they currently are and I'm glad that this patch angel fix it. Yeah, I there's sometimes it's just too much stuff to and like you're literally OCD clicking like or at least reduce the amount of time it takes you to grab things. So it's like you'll be running around, you'll click one one thousand, two one thousand. All right, you got that item. You walk five feet, click one one thousand, two one thousand, and it's just like ah, oh, it, to me it, it feels like s- such a slowdown of gameplay because it takes you so long to collect all of these items mm-hmm. to then turn around and be able to use them at settler locations. So, I mean, that that's the big problem that I have with it. it, it like, I think once I hit like level 30, I just stopped collecting shit. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, F it. And then you're right. Like the, the quests in which you have to do are really absurd, really boring. I mean, there are like it's very boring. Yeah. Really I mean, don't. 
there oh, are the like kill the three man or the the two plus man mob that's in this area like that those are fun but if you don't have a lot of people in your zone which is problems that we're having you don't you don't get to get the do those you yeah. know yeah. every other class unless you're an ops bro. oh my god you missed last week's stream i'm not even gonna ex- explain it if you weren't there uh, I think Fuss, I think Fussbot, who's in chat right now, and made a very good point. Saw and so did Dust Moose, and so did uh, a few other people. Anyway, uh, Dust Moose or er, Fussbot had a point, and as a settler, I agree with this. The only thing I don't understand is why and Dirty Elf too. Why are buff durations so freaking short? Oh my god! I but then again, I think that a lot of the buff durations Wait, what? Uh, right buff now durations for what for your buffs as a settler, your speed buff so, so or your XP oh, buffs. Oh, settler buff durations. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they're very I thought we were talking about short. Still. I was like, what buffs? Oh no, 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 no. Um, even then, like stuff like food buffs, I think are short, or uh, boost boost buff durations. I think I think are too short. So it, it kind of makes the money and time you spend in them not as big a payoff. But that's a personal gripe, and I kind of hope that they yeah. look at it and see what they see if they agree with it or if they don't agree with it. If they look at it again and say, no, 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 we're good. I won't yeah. like it, but I could agree with it. I just think it's odd how much effort you put into creating a boost or a or a buff location and then done. Yeah, so I, I, I oddly short. Uh, there's one more random bit of news, and it's a little. I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, there obviously someone on the PTR and showed up with the Datascape gear. There's some current new changes, and we're still kind of in this weird. I'm not. I'm not in Datascape for. None of us are in Datascape or Genetic Archives for future information. We're just kind of speculating this. There's been a lot of talk from people that are raiding that don't understand why there's so much grit on some of these items. And it feels like that that the stat bonuses that should go to crit should go to somewhere else. And uh, they kind of offset it by adding in more runes and trying to make your AP and SP flat. It just, it's such an odd decision. And the, I get it, you know, if obviously dead, dead DPS is zero DPS. But if you can get that extra bit of power off... Isn't that better than having that extra bit of health? Um, okay, so this is my issue with grit, is that uh, putting grit on your character doesn't make any sense. Like, if you're making your items, no one puts grit on there. Everyone will put base health, because you get more from base health than you are getting from grit. So if they added an additional bonus that you're getting from grit, and that may be something that they have planned, and that's why they're implementing the grit sooner rather than later. You right there, buddy? Yeah, I. If like my desk felt like it was shaking. <laughs> Feel an earthquake just now? Did that just happen? I'm not shitting you. Like my <laughs> desk started shaking a little bit, and were you my... going to AFK tornado us right now? <laughs> no, I'm not fucking. I'm dead serious. Like I'm sitting here listening, and then I felt my desk like kind of shift, and then my lamp started shaking a little bit. And it's anyway, big... let's continue because that it was, was just big... weird. Hold on. I need to readjust myself just in case I have to dive under my desk. <laughs> okay. Welcome to California. I'm now ready to smack this mic out of the way and dive under my desk. Why did I have more grit on my shirt? Ah! <laughs> I mean, if they that added additional bonuses to grit and what it what it gave you other than health, it would make more sense. Like, if, for example, you know, if you put moxie or finesse on an item, you know, it gives you crit bonus as well as crit severity. And with grit, it's like, hey, for every two pieces of grit, you get one health. Like, it doesn't... It's it's so stupid. Like, grit is the dumbest stat. And and 
they may be saying that in, in general everyone needs more health because of what we have coming to our upcoming uh, drops. And they could be saying, hey, you're about to get a fuck ton of damage done to your face. You're going to get you smacked. Need, yeah, you, you're going to need to survive. Or the fact is, is that dro- they're dropping uh, Datascape down to 20 man. Maybe that's their way to combat the amount of damage that you're going to be doing. And it's not going to be divided by 40 people anymore. It's being divided by 20. So you need way more health. So there is a lot of of reasoning behind it if Carbine told us. But since Carbine hasn't told us... It's again speculation, which is what we do great on this show, right? Mm. We're always right. We're always, we're always <laughs> spot on. Sixty of the time, we're right all the time. <laughs> and eighty-five percent of statistics are one hundred percent false. <laughs> let's wait. Let's give him a moment. Uh, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, there, there, there is a lot behind that. And if they did add something else to grit, saying that oh, with grit you get, um, you're getting health as well as you're getting shield. I, I mean, like, they could be... I don't know. You I, say I, this as a DPS, and I agree with it. As as a tank, uh, give me some more grit and give me some more deflect. Uh, I'll take it. I'll yeah. deflect would but, but, but no, the, deflect, the, yeah. The grit discussion typically applies to healing in DPS, where it's just really odd why there's so much more grit than what a lot of players feel necessary. Again, things about the, uh, the player base that doesn't know what's going on, uh, Carbine doesn't tell you everything. They tell you a lot of things, but they could be doing it on purpose because they've got things ahead in, of us. In this that case, we don't though, know about. there are quite a bit of players who are able to get into these this level of content, and so they're they're questioning it. So it does add to a bit of that discussion. But what I'm saying is, is that we're we're just got announced that we're going to have the next drop coming up. What if they're prepping us for drop five? Possible. Maybe we might I, I'm just saying. You know what we gotta do? We got we gotta get the handle out there to uh, Gat like gangsters or to Enigma or somebody who's left. You know, old timers guild levers raiding constantly. See what they think about it. Yeah, hand, hand, nudge nudge if you're listening. You were trying to say Enigma, weren't you? With an E. Enigma. <clears throat> yes. I thought you said no. Nigma. Don't finish that sentence. I thought you said do Nigma. not finish that sentence. No, no. Nigma. Do not. Nigma I am not getting pulled off of Twitch because with. of what you misheard. That was, that's it. That's all I was trying to say. Nigma used to be a person that we played with, and I miss him because he doesn't oh, play yes, anymore. Oh, yes, yes. Nigma. N-I-G-M-A. Yes, okay. Let's keep going. Yes. Welcome to our very last CUS Live. Very last podcast before we all get arrested. Hate crime podcasts. Anyway, that was it for the Strange Tales of the Week. And we actually got a letter from somebody that... Had some interesting no, we points. We did not get a letter. We, we got an email. We got it because we're not in the. It's 20s. a digital letter. Just go work with me on this here. It's the theater of nope. the mind. It's nope. it's email. See? Email. It's like electronic e- mail. Yeah, it's like it's you don't like, get an e letter when you send an email. You get an email when you send an email. Anyways, keep going. Mm, my head hurts so oh. much right now. Anyway, oh. I'm going to read the whole thing just now to fuck with you. Quote. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, okay. Quote. Hey, friends. Adelias WS here with a topic for you guys to discuss in your podcast, if you wish. I got my hands on a bunch of games this past month, and one of them was Guild Wars 2. Hey, it was on sale, and I had a gift card. It had to be done. It had some pretty interesting features that I was kind of like that I kind of like, and one of those was the automatic level sync system. I wanted to see what opinions you guys have about this show and how it could affect Wildstar's gameplay if it was in- implemented there. 
One thing that immediately struck to me as I was questing through the lobby zones is that everyone around me was, in, was always within a few levels of me. Sure, some people were one-shotting Moth because of better gear and higher stats, but the concept was intriguing. He's mentioning this in Guild Wars 2. In Wildstar, you can mentor down to another player's level manually. Because it's a choice, though, it feels like you're manually gimping yourself when you don't have to. Instead of being a choice, what if this happened automatically according to the zone, or even subzone, it you're in at the moment? It's a seemingly small change, but I can see the enormous benefits. Specifically, these two come to mind. 1. Open World PvP. Ganking and defending against it can be more fun for more people. Even with gear difference, the power gap will be significantly smaller. No more level 50s picking on level 30s. Maybe level 35s and raid gear picking on level 30s, but it'll still be a challenge and feel more feasible. 2. Reuse old zones for new content, actually reusing them instead of making separate daily quest instances. There would be less resistance to re-exploring low-level zones, and new content can be constantly added to existing zones. If that drives veteran player traffic back to old zones, that could also lead to more open-world PvP and populated zones in general. Leveling right now is a one-way system, and designing zones around levels really limits the usefulness of these zones unless the gap between old and new players can be equalized somehow. I don't really know how XP slash gear scaling works right now with, with mentoring and dungeon level syncing, but if it can be figured out on a broader scale, I feel like it's something that could benefit the game greatly. Again, I could be completely wrong. What do you guys think? Fire away. So that was from Elias from Twitter. Uh, that was a lot of tweets, apparently. No, <laughs> no, that was an email we talked about. You mean this. an electronic letter? <laughs> Anyways, uh, I will I will go on this. Uh, I played Guild Wars 2, and I really loved that aspect of the game. There were some great things that I loved about Guild Wars 2. The fact is, is that no matter what zone you were in, it made the content in that area challenging. So it made it very difficult to, to just go, oh, I hit level 50. I'm going to go back and just farm the stuff that I didn't want to do at that time because now it's going to make it super easy. Uh that was a really awesome aspect that that was in Guild Wars 2. The also the zone um, events were also really fun. Like, hey, this big thing's happening over here. Run over here and help out. And you'd run over and help out, and there'd be a whole bunch of other players doing it. Those were two really really awesome aspects of the game. Uh, didn't I just didn't like um, I just didn't like their weapon schemes. Like, you would get an item, and that item would determine your oh, your yeah, action your bar. Yeah. We've talked about that in the past. Yeah. Anyways. So the um, the uh, the thing about the level changing things, I think this would be an amazing, an amazing aspect if they added this to the game. Um, it, I, I would love it. I would really, really love it because again, it does open um, open a world PvP. It may bring in uh, a resurgence to the PvP server as a whole because it would be like, hey. I'm actually at lower levels going to be able to PvP people because that level 50 is going to go back through the – can go back through the zone and be able to do the quests that it doesn't make it just like, oh, dink, dead, dink, dead, dink, dead. Okay, I'm done with all the quests in that zone. Now they're actually having to go through. And something else that they mentioned is reusing zones. So if they turned around and said that in this zone we're going to add level 50 quests – and uh, those level 50 characters came in, auto-leveled them down, and you had to do those quests down there. It would allow a lot more PvP. It would allow uh, recycling of zones. I, I'm, I'm 100% down with this. I think, it's, I think it would take a lot of time and effort to, to implement, but I'm 100% down. There's another benefit to this as well, um, and this is kind of incidental. It also would help with attunement essentially if they decide to keep attunement and they say you know we're really not getting rid of it if you that rose rep grinds can be a bit easier i mean 
I believe. Right now, it's technically easy in the sense that you're just grinding through and blasting everything away with no challenge, and you're just kind of bored. Here, with this kind of auto-adjusted level thing, you're still having a challenge for it, and it kind of feels worth it when you finally get those attunements, uh, the reputation part of attunement done. I like the idea. I think that re that the evolved zones, like Crimson Badlands and Northern Waste, is kind of their version of the uh, auto-level Saints zones. I think it's it could be better implemented, and I kind of do agree that these, these auto-scaled zones would probably be much more interesting and would definitely spread out people doing the content. And it mm -hmm. probably would be just as more fun, although I believe the the infrastructure and this is like super vague terminology i'm using i mean if i'm right that's gonna have to change and be a complete overhaul so whether it's feasible or not we don't quite know because obviously we don't work on games uh but i believe it would be a different definite challenge it could possibly be done though yeah well i i, I agree with what you're saying that you know we're not game developers and, and stuff like that uh but just from a like logical standpoint it seems possible like they have the ability to rally people to instances so they obviously have the ability to decide people's stats based off of their location and i mean uh, uh, things would probably have to change about that system in order to implement something like this but it doesn't seem that far off to me um now there's something that was brought up that the two of you kind of are taking for granted and actually uh, the person who wrote us actually kind of took it for granted too mm -hmm. uh, is that people would have a gear advantage and i don't understand why that's necessarily the case like i don't see why that has to be the way that is um, stats are like it, it's not like Carbine only has the ability to modify base stats as you rally to different areas mm -hmm. and so what I think would be interesting is you take all of the gear in the game per level so let's just take a level 35 character for example Carbine knows all the stats for all the level 35 uh, or all the level 35 gear and they can figure out the best the, the highest stat or the highest value per stat and limit it to that for each character. So if the most assault power that a character that, at level 35 could possibly have is a thousand, then it just limits it to a thousand. And then you're running around level 35 zone. You have a person in like raid gear, but they're not in raid gear. They're just technically in the best possible gear for that level. And they do that with every kind of stat, assault power, support power, so on and so forth. And so you don't have like, okay, this is a level 35 character with level 59 or level 49 stats, but you do have someone that's a huge challenge. Well, so, so when they do um, level dropping, they do um, <clears throat> drop the gear as well. It's just not as severe as, um, a, 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 as that. So, for example, it's not a direct percentage that decrease. So, like, level 25 is not half as much as level 50 gear sure like so it's not like they can just say okay you know when you're in this zone you're going to just have that percentage of drop off so they can't do that and they can't do a hard cutoff as well is because at at level 50 because you have to have such a high gear level to go through because at 50 you're sitting there for a while so when you hit 50 uh, you have your basic tier gear, then you have your crafted gear, then you have your uh, dungeon gear, you have your PvP gear, which should be about the same, then you have your raid gear, then you have, you know, and, and that gear keeps going higher and higher and higher in that one section, right, uh -huh. at, on level 50. So if you have a top tier, it, like if you have a maximum of 1,000, like the example you gave, uh -huh. if if you have gear that's higher than 1,000, 
from uh from raiding from pvp from crafting or whatever that they all drop to the same exact level which right. is is kind of shitty because if you're sitting there saying i'm gonna go in and raid and do all of this hard work and then i'm gonna go through to another zone and i have the same level of gear as everyone else in that that doesn't that hasn't put as much effort it's kind of shitty <laughs> yes yes and let me explain why so I don't see the value in challenging people that are not as good as you. So you're level 50 with like the literally the best gear in the entire game. Mm-hmm. Just pretend that's a thing. So you're running into a level 35 zone. Why are you even there in the first place? Like I don't understand what you're doing there. Currently, you're running around. You're, you're running around and and fighting like you're finishing quests that you haven't started, grinding rep. There's things you could be doing. But if you're running around a level 35 zone like ganking people, why? That, Why would you do that? That's not what the like this whole thing is talking about is reusing old zones by adding quests that you don't get until level 50 taking you back to older zones. So it's not saying it's giving them a purpose to be running around lower level zones. Essentially which, it's phasing though which can mm, which well, phase, doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be phasing. It doesn't have to be phasing at all. It's just quests that you don't get until 50 when you go back to but, that area you get dropped down to that level and you're doing those quests. And the reason why it's super helpful is because if you're leveling alts and you see or or your first time in the game and you're seeing a bunch of other players in the zone, you, you become very positive. And it's a very good thing because you're like, yeah, 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 this is awesome. This is great. So adding quests in older zones allows it so that it looks like there's way more players out in, in the world playing these things. Versus what it's at right now, which is you you see no one until fifty. Once you hit fifty, it's like Crimson Badlands, Northern Waste, uh, the Defi- like the, the you see a ton of people there. But you yeah, don't but see here's here's more. the problem with adding those new new zone those new quest lines in those zones. The storyline has evolved, and when you're running through the first time, you're getting the start of the story, the start of the Crimson Badlands storyline, the start of the Northern Wastes. If they just said we're going to throw those quests in there, there's got to be something. There's the visuals have changed. the the way that the the way that the yeah. quest givers and hubs have changed. That ends so, up becoming a phase. So it, I I think they kind of had it was I think that what it would have boiled down to for them, and this is an assumption, is uh, the old way of doing things, an old an old school MMO mentality of let's just create new zones that advance the storyline instead of phasing because phasing tends to be very unpopular because it, it seems like it's unhacknied and just kind of chopped up and thrown in there. Or do we go with the newer idea and, and, and go the newer mentality of, of MMO leveling and kind of do the auto level syncing? But what, what I'm saying is it, it doesn't have to be phasing. It doesn't have to be new zones like we did with Crimson Bandlab. Yes, I enjoyed what they did with the Crimson Bandlab because now it's like I see a visual progression of when I originally played and what I played now. I see that there that things have happened. At the same time, you still have the ability to say at level 50, I'm going to give you a quest in – uh, what is the green Mordish starting area? I can't remember what it's called. I don't remember the name. Okay, I'm so sorry. they say, hey, we're there. Hey, there's like they give you quests out there, and the visuals don't need to change, but they're they're quests that you don't get until you get fifty. So they say, hey, there are these bad guys that are in there. There's like and make them the elite characters that you know originally you couldn't really get by yourself unless you had a five man, and say, hey. These guys are down there. You'll get these rewards for going there and defeating them or having quests interlaced with current quests that are there. I think would be easy. I think it would be great to to have an insurgence of people to be able to see there. I I think it could 
add a lot to it as well as having a whole new zone copied from what it was and, and change the visuals. Okay. I, I'm saying they both can exist there, mm-hmm. but I'm saying having it the, the first way, which is having both low level and high level in the same area gives you more of a, a positive thing saying, Oh yeah, there's a bunch of players. There's more people here. And there is a bunch of people in the game, but the problem is that everyone's in housing sitting on their housing plots waiting for pvp to pop or waiting for raids to pop so you're not seeing them as often or they're in the level 50 specific zones doing their daily grinds and you're not seeing them so having those daily zones be in lower level might be really really awesome again just an opinion so if we want to send another letter to us if someone wants to send a letter to us what where would they send that electronic letter to us (laughs) they wouldn't they wouldn't Uh, if you I'm want... deleting our email account if you keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you would like to send us uh, your questions or uh, if you have an opinion about something that you wanted to express. But you can't make you... it into the live chat. Yeah, and you can't make it in the live chat. Or if you want to come on to the show and you want, uh, want to say, hey, these are the reasons why I want to come on, uh, send us an email. And that email is stos at qtimes.com. So, Sweet. Uh, That's Q-U-E-U-E. T-I-M-E-S dot com. It's nice to have. So before Why did we... you like power down when I spelled it? So before we end tonight, uh, we actually have... to spell Q. I've legitimately met people that thought Q was spelled Q-U-E. Q-times. Like K? Q-U-E-U-E. Get the email. Stop them. I've also come across people that thought it was spelled C-U-E. So... What? anyway we're gonna go we have a we're gonna go but in a little bit we actually had a question in live chat that uh i think is a little interesting because uh this person hasn't been on ptr yet so it's okay okay no oh we're gonna actually end the (gasps) the live what cock tease for the mp3 i know we're going to no, end the live no. stream on that note. We will say our goodbyes, and then we're going to stay here and uh, discuss yes. stuff with everyone else. So, like always, or now is going to be the always, if you want to show up in the live stream, it is Sundays <laughs> at 5 p.m. PST on twitch.tv slash qtimes. My name is Doc. You can find me at Twitter at DocQT. Indigo? <laughs> you said so defeated. You're just like, you can find me at DocQT. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a defeated valley girl. I uh, I am oh, Indigo shit. Jones. I'm Indigo <laughs> Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Indigo Jones QT. Uh, you can also shoot me an email at indigo at qtimes.com if you have any questions, concerns, comments. Tell me how much you hate Krug. Um, please send those my way. And Krug. Uh, and I'm Krug. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at strange underscore tales. You can also find me on Reddit at stos underscore krug and you can get a hold of me via email at uh, krug at qtimes.com that's q-u-e-u-e-t-i-m-e-s.com and for our loyal <laughs> listeners on the mp3 this is another episode of strange tales from outer space thank you very much for listening and have a good night <laughs>